Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? It's a, it's a beautiful and crazy day. It's Thursday, a little bit afternoon. Uh, so you listen to Ergo Radio, WHBK, ergoradio.com, uh, showcasing strong young voices that are making this world a better place uh, from Chicago and beyond. A uh, little bit of a, a wild week. Uh, the homie, the partner, the, the friend. Daniel Kisslinger is out of town. He's back home in New York. And I believe the plan is we're going to actually give y'all two separate interviews this week for all of those who tune in on the SoundCloud and the iTunes. Um, and for those listening to 88.5, what's up? So how's y'all Dave doing? Y'all good? I hope so. I'm good. I'm disorganized, so I don't have any community announcements. So I'm going to get right to introducing uh, my co-host slash guest for the day. We just going to one-on-one it up in here and see where this things go. This brother has been a friend of mine for a very, very long time. Uh, he's actually been performed on the show before. Uh, his spirit radiates through the world and is just, just a great person. Mr. Allende Cartman is here. What's, What's up, going bro? on? What's going on? What's going on? How you feeling today? How, All is well, man. A, a, as we like to start this show, uh, how is the world treating you and how are you treating the world? Oh, uh, well, you know, the world is treating me pretty good these days. You know, I got lots of blessings, even if it seems like it's overwhelming. Um, <clears throat> lots of things come to uh, to me. Um, so I'm excited about, you know. Uh, taking all the, taking all of it and you know turning jabs into into flowers and <laughs> and and bunnies and stuff and really hold you know what I'm saying and really organizing it um and holding it tight and close and then uh, and hopefully all of this work will be you know comfortable and creating a blueprint for what it looks like to be overworked and comfortable while you do it you know where where <laughs> well I just want to say first before we get into it thank you for being here uh thank you for filling in kind of in this uh non-traditional ergo episode mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how this is gonna go I only like have practice of like 30 minutes worth of questions you know what i'm saying (laughs) so so i'm gonna see if by myself we can fill out this whole hour but you're my man so 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 i know that that we can get it in so let's let's just like for the people who don't know Allende, who aren't privileged to 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 see your love and smile in in spaces and places and even for those who do see i feel like you're kind of uh an ever present but also kind of like in the shadows type of dude (laughs) Um, and so i'm really excited to kind of um, get a little bit of your story. Um, so, so how do you identify the work that you do and and all all the you know I, I, you you do music music on the drum side, you know the poetry. I've seen you act. I've seen you organize. You know how do you, how do you define or name? your work in this world? That's a good question, man. I mean, um, that's still something I've been trying to figure out, you know? Uh, it's, uh, what I've been trying to do is really, really embrace whatever, whatever we believe divine timing is. You know what I'm saying? What does it look like to really follow a path created for you while you design, while you chisel at the path? You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. can see that this is where it's going, but you have to create the pavement, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, what's, been, what's been exciting is, you know, I've had great views you know, um, so everything always looks good, but, but the you, pavement part. Well, maybe your, your uh, <laughs> transmission might be a little right, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you know, you fix up here and there, um, and and you know that's that's where I'm at so far. But like my as a as a as an artist, like I was always drawn to performing arts. Um, you know, what was that? What was that entry point? What was the first form that uh that you performed? Oh well, that was <laughs> I would say. I mean, in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Like if it was any kind of performance or. 
or or a speech that had to happen, representation mm-hmm. of Malcolm X, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying? Like it was I was. The Let's go-to. go back to that space that you went to Betty Shabazz. Right? Yep, yep, yep. I went to right. Betty Shabazz uh, International Charter School. We had we had Shani Crow on here. Hey, she went. I feel like there was another Shabazz student we might have had. Hey, uh, but but tell us a little bit about that space because because when people talk about it, they talk about you and your brothers like y'all were. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all were institutionalized in that yeah, space. Man, literally. So, so, so let let what, what's what's how did that space shape you and and how do you understand and articulate what that school was yeah um so you know betty shabazz uh formerly known as new concept development center well its original name was institute of positive education right um changed its name to new concept development center then to new concept school and then became a char- uh, became a charter school and that's when it formed betty shabazz and i was there the whole time you know <laughs> um so i went through every single version of it you know they at first it was up to fourth grade and then sixth grade and they were adding grades and they were adding grades just in enough time for, you. for me to <laughs> <laughs> for me to go all the way through. Um, so, you know, they in- indoctrinated me. Like, it really is. Uh, uh, there was no question. Like, the, we started every morning um, with an a, a African pledge. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we are African people struggling for a national liberation. You know, yeah. that was the whoa, first sentence, whoa. you know, saying that memorized since I was four or five years old. You know, so, like, I don't know nothing else. Whoa. All I know is what does it look like to, you know, c- to create this revolution? You know? Yeah. Let, 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 let's, yeah. I'm excited to get into it, like... Um, um, to have a space of just you and me like we could be super love to kiss but you know and, and definitely no shade for anybody who uh looks for shade but we could be mm. like black as hell up here <laughs> just just you and i uh <laughs> and so i want to get into uh because we was talking not too long ago about you know i see you as um a great example of what african conscience looks like and like mm. our mm. contemporary you dig like in, in this time we're in right now. Mm-hmm. And I relate to that. Like I, I I went to, I don't know if you're familiar with Marvel Collins preparatory school, mm-hmm. but it was all black schools. It's closed now by, by this uh, educators woman who started doing homeschooling with her children and mm-hmm. ended up building like a, a small private school that was, that was all black. And that was, you know, we had a creed every morning and I would do my, I, we were more on the Martin side. So I would okay. be like, I have a dream speech while you yeah. was doing the Malcolm X speech. Yeah. So I, I was just yesterday talking to uh, Jennifer about like, man, I don't reflect on that time enough mm-hmm. on how that first like implanted conscious, like there mm-hmm. was no, that we did Black History Month events, but Black mm-hmm. History was, you know, September through June. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, so mm-hmm. as you see yourself now and as you see the world now, mm-hmm. right, how did having that space I'm centered, man. I, you? I can't be knocked off my square. I can't, like, you can't, there's no, there's, I'm exceptionally clear, you know, Um, because, because what the world has done so far, you know, what, 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 what white supremacy means is is uh, um <laughs> yeah let's you know what, what does tangibly it mean? <laughs> really is just a a european takeover you know mm-hmm. um and that required really for everything to be looked through a european lens there's no way around it like you had to make the world see things through a white lens you had to start from 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 white eyes first mm-hmm. <laughs> white view white history and then pull yourself in there you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um but i always knew that like <laughs> that 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 would have meant to yeah. be African is way older, you know what I'm saying? Has a lot more insight, um, and uh, and 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 like we were really they put an okie doke on us, you know what I'm saying? Like it was a, it was a two hundred three hundred years worth of like about five, like of a right. Well, <laughs> right. we really we really getting into like. Oh, yeah. Over 2,000. Yeah, but the last 500 right. has been a specific been type of, type of bullshit. Specific, you know? Um, so it's like, so I'm, I'm here and I'm like, oh, no, what are y'all talking about? Everywhere I am, I'm exceptionally confident about what I know and who I am and what I'm capable of because I know what I'm attached to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it really informs, it informs everything. Um, 
and uh and it, and it carries me into spaces help help, help uh intent on making sure that like the african lens is present you know um and then we what do- does that look like can you give me like examples of what that looks like in practice because i feel mm. like people can understand that language or people can have the the, the african presentation right like i think mm-hmm. it's easy to to you know dashiki it out and lock mm-hmm, it up mm-hmm. uh but what does when you say the african lens is present how does that look like in certain spaces for you that's really interesting um i would say that well number one what it makes you do is question everything that is you know um because if we know if, if we like for 500 years to work like it has to this day you know everybody everyone in the world everyone, is required yeah. <laughs> is required to speak a european language to exist you know what I'm saying? Required. That's domination. That's yeah. world domination. You got to learn English. Yeah. You got to learn French. You got to. Yeah. Or you can't exist. You know what right. I'm saying? So like, so, so what it means, so if that, if that's in my tongue, if it's all the way down to my tongue, you know, mm, which is um, brain. then what right. else is left that we're not digging up? So, so at the, at the very least, what it means to bring an African lens is to, is to really deeply interrogate everything, you know, just in case, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea, you know what I'm saying? Like all of the stuff, even, and I think that's one of the, one of the mistakes that I, uh, you know, at the first generation, because you know, I'm the I'm the, the 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 generation that was raised by the first generation of true Afrocentrism. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? What does it really mean to to reach back for mm-hmm. real and to come back to go home, come back with cultural pieces, come back with drums, come back yeah. with these things? You know, but that was the first round. I'm gonna say, we, you know, this yeah. generation is the second round. The first one. Born so what we it. know is that the cultural stuff is great. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, the the representations are great, but what does it look like to really get back to and or really critique what it was? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And get to uh, be, be a lot more specific about what it means to be African, and what it means to be, uh, and, and what it means to be, you know, uh, Nigerian, and what it means yeah. to be, you know, uh, 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 where was I about to say, Cameroonian? You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, like right. these are all very different things, yeah. you know, um, um, but all very similar. So it, you know, deeper interrogation, man. So I, I gotta. <clears throat> Man, I gotta uh, be careful to not like be selfish with this opportunity because I just want to like pick your brain on that tip. Because uh, I've been like, as I told you a couple weeks ago, like I've been getting deeper and trying to just have an understanding of concepts of like African spirituality mm-hmm. and just an Afrocentric political approach. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want you to b- break down some of those things more. But I think it's really important that we we put you into this, and I think you brought up something very important about like being a first generation of being birthed into or being mm-hmm. raised in a, in a, a newer uh, tradition because you know afrocentricity from a western lens mm-hmm. or from western position right <laughs> um so let's talk about your lineage let's talk about you know this started at home this started mm-hmm. With, mm-hmm. With, with your people that you know wh- where was home uh what what does home look like uh shout out to kiss a question that he asked very prevalently is like can you attach some senses to some memories of home? What are some sights, mm-hmm. some sounds, some smells? When you think of home, whether it's your physical house, your mm-hmm. neighborhood, or a, a feeling or space, what are some senses mm-hmm. that attach to home? And then let's get to the story of some of the people that poured into it. Oh, yeah, man. So, you know, my pops changed his name. My, my father was born Anthony Earl Cartman, changed his name to Tabidi Hanif Nizam Cartman. Okay. Um, in his twenties and thirties, he met my mom. What 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 decade are we talking about? What year was that name change? That was in the that's what's that late seventies. Okay, late seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, making jewelry, you know, selling fruit, life garden, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, really, really. Uh, I was. I found some other journals. You know, uh, Africa for the Africans. You know, mm. so he was. He was. 
I, he had definitely jumped in the, the Pan African movement, mm-hmm. um, which was strong. You know, the black Black Power movement was it was a it was a a clear response to like, okay, we we really 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 tried that we really tried to integrate, yeah. <laughs> we really tried. You know what I'm saying? We gave literally blood, 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 blood on top of blood, sweat, and tears. You know, um, and Black Power movement was like, all right, <laughs> let's do what we know is best. To really, you know what I'm saying, get our stuff together. And what that means is to get, you know, Africa just means a larger us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, get our stuff together as a black power Mm -hmm. movement, black people in this this country. A pan-African movement is all, all, anybody with any African, you know, lineage at all, any blood um, is black, you know? How do you, on that point right there, something I struggle with, like, because once you expand that logic, Mm -hmm. if it is pretty much scientifically agreed upon that human beings homo sapiens mm-hmm. all come from africa therefore everyone has african lineage mm-hmm. do you feel like that is a problematic expansion right because you're europe and europeans mm-hmm. from my understanding are delineate from africa yeah and so do you see at at some point or is that like part of 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 your understanding of the expansion of what pan-africanism yeah, can and should be to a certain extent but, but we we just got to consider all that time in between <laughs> yeah. the dark ages were no joke yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying dark, dark ages did some some wild things to <laughs> all right let's get back to home let's okay, get back to right, people cool, okay. let's not <laughs> i'm sorry man we gonna be tripping up here guys here go radio <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, all right so my, so you know incense sweet honey in the rock you know what i'm saying mm. like uh drum my, my pop spent a lot of time on 63rd street beach um uh, uh he was he was a chiropractor um so south shore health center he built black institutions mm. you know um he he owned that building right on 71st and yates um so uh so uh that's that's just my father you know mm. and, and to be honest i didn't have as much time around my father as mm-hmm. i should have mm-hmm. so my mom you know like when it came down to it like really really my mom was 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 essential for creating the environment that I needed, um, both both for my Afrocentric ideology, but really more so for my humanity. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And really, what it means to be a good person in and throughout it all. You know, um, and how to consider folks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so 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 th- so the environment was all um, uh, dig deep, interrogate. Uh, smell some of this good cultural stuff, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Enjoy some of this good cultural stuff. Um, check out these events. Uh, uh, know what a community is so that you know how to create one. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, know what it means. And yeah, G- what give some what what if do you feel like you learned that lesson? Oh yeah, man. Like what what what, what is a community? Community. And, and what are some what are some of the principles? Some of the the fundamental elements of it? Yeah, man. Com- community. Community. Um, supports and challenges it's one of those it's one of those you know very hard mixtures to figure out you know mm. um so so how do you how do you make sure that you are fostering the the skills and gifts of, of the people around you while simultaneously challenging challenging them to you know to uh to to interrogate deeper once again you know like what like what does it mean to to dig out our own internalized um our own internalized issues based on you know uh years and years and years worth of trauma passed down to us you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um and then uh uh on top of that what does it look like to 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 always be able to to be present and when you are present to be helpful you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what a community does for real. Like, like, like strong consideration. Like just constant, constant, constant consideration. Mm-hmm. Like how can I make this better in whatever way? As I, every time I walk around, whether it be whoever it, I'm, I just ran into or who I know very well, and whoever I know very well, it gets even more of my consideration. And that's when you know that you got community. But when we aren't considering each other, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that's when that's when you see a lot of what happens now, which is a, you know a result of of uh, of uh, of a uh, uh, black capitalist rush. 
you know, after the Black Power movement, it really went civil rights, (laughs) Black Power, Black capitalism. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It was like, you know, of course, with a lot of mixing in between, but like strong, strong movement, you know, Um, and Black capitalism means center yourself, you know, and that is the opposite of community. Mm -hmm. Um, So we tried it. We tried it all. We tried every single thing there (laughs) is, you know, and now we know that like creating community is the key. Um, and, And that means creating even more environments for young people to 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 foster these communities um and to know how to make more yeah how's that looking for you right now is where 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 are there spaces that you're able to create community oh yeah man so like i uh, because of that and because i recognize what i had been given you know that was i I kind of was trying to figure out how to how to structure it how do you how do you structure like just intentional design you know what mm-hmm, i'm saying intentional mm-hmm. community design for real like like on but we will we will do community on purpose on purpose on purpose this is gonna it's gonna be you know a very in your face challenge you know what i'm saying in what ways have you not considered yourself and others you know and what yeah in what ways have you not considered yourself and others um and how and how and what do we need and who do you need to know you know what i'm saying to be to be connected who do you need to be connected to um to make this happen yeah what's up? Where, where are you doing that right now what what are your communities right now that you that that are like defined and nameable um so i've been working with some wonderful folks for the last two years you know um when i was well at first i've i've been in several organizations as you know so byp all All african people's revolutionary party that's my heart always um uh i uh project orange street like moving around a different you know nubian he's working on a breathing room's face that's uh, like, oh, yeah. got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's chopping it up yeah i love nubian that's, that's a good brother <laughs> um yeah man so 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 pulling from the communities that i've already been raised in you know mm-hmm. and then figuring out how to make how to how to how to write that down right. how do you write that down and pass right. it out you know right. so um, so i think as we get into the halfway point something that i really want to like us to just be able to process and wrestle with um, is kind of a a black centered African centered consciousness mm-hmm. and how in practice I see that clashing against um, a more radical understanding of gender and sexual politics, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So as so the thing that that I struggle with is that you know I I really am trying to be careful to not be a YouTubian, so I'm gonna mm-hmm, order books mm-hmm. and like try to like mm-hmm. you know make sure I get some real sources. But I'm I I hear and, and see a lot of like very powerful, very brilliant um, dudes who have like this amazing understanding of hundreds, if not thousands of years of history, mm-hmm. of language, of spiritual practices. Um, and then I, I, I see certainly like hyper-violent, homophobic mm-hmm. things coming from them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also just a, a general like patriarchal, like, mm-hmm. you know, dominant man positionality mm-hmm. uh, that that makes me uncomfortable and almost like, I, I think I have the skill of being able to take what I need mm-hmm. and, and 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 not discard of it all because mm-hmm. there are some things I disagree with. Mm-hmm. But it feels almost like man, this this almost discredits mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. some. So in, in the work, I'm really hoping um, as I've had relationships with the with the the more like radical, more intersectional community, as mm-hmm. I want to use some of the masculine privilege to have conversations mm-hmm. uh, with the more Afrocentric, maybe more patriarchal dominant right. type folks but where, how do you see that because i because i see your understanding of gender uh being very complex and nuanced in mm-hmm. practice so so wh- wh- what do you what 
I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think uh, first and foremost, the, just these guys haven't interrogated enough. Mm-hmm. You know, they really have settled on some things that they think they know, mm-hmm. and and it's like you 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 have underestimated the the influence. You know what I'm saying of our of our of, our, of this time we've had we've had in this country particularly having to adapt to what we've had to adapt to. You know what I'm saying has made folk and a lot of and an ego. Adaptation and ego combined means that whatever you have to adapt to, whatever you know, is what it is, what it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then as you come into new understanding, uh, you know, about, you know, it's, it's a little bit easier to come into, um, uh, uh, um, and to see very clearly that that black people are, are oppressed, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, um, but I think that guys have to dig even deeper to recognize uh, that the that the, the we that our that our that our gender identity that our gender that our gender politics are all still based on the same systems, you know. Um, and so what it what it is, and also every community has its toxic folk. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily anything wrong with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus is a wonderful dude, but like it's a lot of really t- terrible Christians. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so it's like, you know, I, and I think since since Afrocentricity is a little bit newer, you know what I'm saying? Then being exposed to the community of our toxic folk and the folk mm-hmm. that, you know, because I've known, I've known them since I was a child. You know, mm-hmm. I knew who was messed up when I was growing up, who not to listen to, you right. know what I'm saying? Who didn't have the Af- Afrocentric ideology down like they needed to. Um, the other piece is, you know, we're not we're not um we aren't really delving into history like we need to you know i've just been blessed to have a, a very close friend that's a story that's a historian shout him know? out who does uh tabi salay tabi we linked with her out, out in la we, <laughs> yeah. we hope to, to yeah. document her at some point the Super homie the homie um <laughs> So, yeah, it should be schooling me, you know? <laughs> it's like the stuff we think we know about Africa, we don't know, you know? Uh, the the way uh, pre-colonial Africa approached gender, the way pre-colonial Africa approached uh, uh, the relationship structure, all of that was very, very much so, like, you know... Uh, uh, fluid and spectrum-based. Much more fluid, yeah. you know? Um, so, it's a, so we have adopted a, 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 what we believe is intrinsically African, you know? Mm-hmm. And what it means to be intrinsically African is is layered, yeah. you know? Is, uh, is there any part in, in your journey, uh, anything you struggle past directly tied to the to the constructs of gender? Like, because what you're saying is that you got to it. And so can you give me an example of a little of that, that, that transition? Or of what like, I did, yeah. of how of, Or how Thabba schooled you, right? Like, where, where were you on, on some of these things? And what are some ways that you were able to transform um, so one example, she uh, put me on a book, The Invention of Women. I forgot the name of the, uh, the author. Um, and Was it a woman? It's a woman. Absolutely. You forgot the name of the woman, man. See? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a long name. It's a wise uh-huh. name. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a solid name. <laughs> um, um, so the sister, the sister um, really breaks down how gender was created literally brought to and particularly Yoruba Yoruba culture you know mm. that there that it wasn't even in the language mm. man woman mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> that 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 really and what come and what came with gender and really like and it was never it was never a question about whether um whether we honor whatever differences are between you know between mm-hmm. period but like the fluidity you know is lacking um because what what European structure needed to do was bring was bring a structure that allowed them to control even more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, that that allowed them to control without being present. You know, um, and gender was the first one. You give a a people, you know, 
and this is old stuff. You give a people the power in the situation and and automatically there will always be someone who suffers, someone who is, you know, um, uh, um, beneath um inferior to you know um so as long as that so and and gender was the first one they needed that to establish the world you know for racial 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 exactly um so they had to you know what i'm saying they brought it they brought it to us um and i mean that's just that's just one example like i would i would have to i would (laughs) so so like to to try to break off from the theory right like i know i I think i know this is still like a, a, a big part of your work um Real man cook. Yes, sir. Right. And so I know that you're able to bring, you know, your your, your food politic or your 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 concepts of, of nutrition. Um, I'm assuming if you're there, there's some type of Afrocentricity, mm-hmm. right? But then also it's a, a highly gendered space. Yeah. Right. So like in relation to like where we are right now in the conversation, what is that? How is that work looking? Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. like and and what are the are there steps? either in that space or in spaces that need to be created in terms in terms of making this conversation more common. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Real Men Cook is presented by a nonprofit organization. The name of it is Real Men Charities. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, I'm the new executive director of Real Men Charities. Shout out, right? shout out. Hey, hey, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, so it's the, okay, not just Cook. So you Real feel Men me? Charities overall. So Real Men Charities. So my job is to expand Real Men Charities, mm-hmm. you know, um, which naturally means that I, my, my goal is to truly define what is what it means to be a real man and figure out how to make a lot more of them, you know, mm-hmm. um, because if we had a lot more of them, we wouldn't have, you know, men are responsible for the large majority of the trauma that we see. Yeah. Um, so you know, we, we just we would just watch trauma go down the more as real men go up. You know what I'm saying? As the number of real men go up. Do you, are you, do you have like a... Um, where are you with, with, with that exercise of of, of that... I keep asking you to define things, right? But right. like <laughs> you're saying, the work is is reframing or or framing what real man looks like, right? So this and is so these are the what, what are some of the tenets of that that you that you have right now? So definitely, so you know, open a, open a, a mentorship program. You know, this isn't mm-hmm. this isn't like we don't. There's no such thing as too much mentorship, you know, yeah. <laughs> especially when it comes to guys. Um, uh, so the but I just I I believe that that we are we've had lots of mentorship programming, but we need to add a few ingredients to that. So the three ingredients I'm adding. Number one is definitely real man comprehend. Mm-hmm. Look at things from different angles, period. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Know who looks at it a good way, know who looks at it a bad way, know the backstory. Good, mm-hmm. bad backstory mm-hmm. about every single thing there is down to this microphone, to a cell phone, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, whatever it is, to this water bottle, yeah. plastic, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But water. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's like everything has a look at everything from different angles. Uh real mentality, obviously, for our mental health, you know what I'm saying? Real mending for our relationships with women and our gender politics. And I see what you're doing. You feel me? Mentor. <laughs> Mentality. Mentality. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, you gotta, gotta bring the bars. Gotta bring the bars to the orgs, to the org That's world. That's what's up. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. I didn't even ask you. Before we, at the end, you, you gonna spit another piece for us? Oh, yeah, I can practice. All right. Yeah, All right. Well, just to, uh, we at the halfway point just to, yeah, man. to get you ready on that. Yeah, man. So, you're opening that up. Uh, um, I'm uh, writing up a curriculum with my brother, uh, Dr. Obari Cartman. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, he's wrote a wonderful book. It's called Ladies Man. He wrote it directly to young men. You know, we don't have a uh, we don't have a lot of books uh, written specifically to them yeah. that target these particular uh, uh, topics. So it's definitely about mentality. It's definitely about mental health, and it's about relationships. And that's you know those are the points that we're going to focus on for our mentorship. Shout out to Obari. Talk a little bit about the. Uh... 
relationship with, with with the big homie and how that and how that influences you. Oh yeah, man, Obari's my big brother, man. Like that's my he's called himself the wind beneath my wings several times. <laughs> he's right, he really is. Like like if they, I've never had, I've never been without a a, a great perspective. You know, mm-hmm. like there's always been somebody to ask that would tell me, <laughs> tell you, me if you tripping, you're yeah, yeah. Even if even if I'm just if I'm off a little bit, he just always polishes it up, cleans it up, and that's you know that's the best part of having a big brother. You know, um. So so I'm excited about doing this work with him. Um. Uh. He's raising the same village. Um, we spent some time in Atlanta while I was at Morehouse. Um, he was at Georgia State finishing up his uh, PhD. Um, so, you know, we've we've obviously have a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's the best person to be doing this work with to really, really, truly define what it means, you know, and to interrogate our own lives. You know, with Car- so with Cartman's, we had an interesting history with manhood. You know what I'm saying? Like I, my grandfather uh, uh, had 22 kids um, <laughs> uh, uh, amongst five women. Um and right uh yes, yeah, so a lot of them. Uh, 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 of of those, there are 111 of us. So there are 111 grandchildren. Grandchildren. So you got um, 110 cousins. I got 110 on one cousins side. on one side <laughs> of my family. You that's, know, um, that's wild. So and it's a lot of it's a lot of men in my family that don't know what it means to be a real man. I'm just like, I, and I, mm-hmm. so that's my intimate work. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what I was created to do. And I got an in, I got in-house work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited about doing that, especially again with my brother. Um, and you know, my father, uh, had eight. I'm one of eight. I'm one of eight, you know, that's, and that's five women. I have uh, all, all of my sisters have, have different mothers, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there isn't necessarily anything wrong with that lifestyle is it's definitely wrong. There's ways you can do it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That are much less harmful. Yeah. You know? Um, so 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 I'm really How really does that really lineage if I don't not to get to do how does that yeah, lineage man. like like let's get let's get super real with it yeah, at man. home? How does that lineage affect your outlook on how you maneuver as a you know, a decent looking, conscious, you know, pow- the, the the power that comes with that, like um what what is your philosophy or where are you at? We we struggle talking about like yeah. love and romance here because okay. we don't wanna like get too deep too, or too like deep. cross the line but you my man yeah 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 um and so you know i have a grandfather who is like known as being v- very much like out there you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. And, and definitely children from from also but right like there is almost something african about that practice if done with honesty mm-hmm. and with integrity and with mm-hmm, commitment mm-hmm. um and if it's not dip offs uh so so how, how do you in this 21st century see yourself as you're getting closer to how mm-hmm. 28 right 28 solid right 28. right so yes, so sir. like this is like almost your time, time for your tribe <laughs> yes, how, how do you how do you see uh, that or where you at just you only got to get into your you i know, feel you i feel your, you. your, te- your inbox yeah <laughs> <laughs> but your philosophy on it you know <laughs> i ain't trying to cause no problems up there <laughs> um i um the two lessons i learned um Number one, number one was overconsider. Once again, overconsider, do overconsider, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and two, obviously, 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 be honest. You know, um, your truth is okay. <laughs> Just say your truth. What's for your real. truth? Um, yup. What's your truth, bro? I think I'm gonna ask that question weekly now. What's your truth? 
uh, you know, I'm 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 alive, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, just you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what my truth is. Right. I, it's, it's and that and that is the influence of my family for real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I do. Um, I do find myself just really just, uh, like, <laughs> like I, I would, I would like to be out there. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say that true. I would like to be out there. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, uh, it's hard to be, it's hard. You know, mm-hmm. um, because when you really truly overconsider, and when you recognize the influence of patriarchy for real, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and the influence of, on on uh, of patriarchy on women and mm-hmm. women's concepts of what it means to be in a in a relationship and a partnership, mm-hmm. you know, and how um, love has been and how, and, marketed and formed just exactly. in the last fifty years. You like, know, we got to go back, but just like you know the ad agencies like basically exactly. created the concept of romance of, that we uphold, right? So it's like, what do you? What uh, I got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't be playing with hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of you know every a lot of a lot of the women that I that I in, uh, encounter. Like, well, you know, it depends. Like, it depends on the situation. Depends on what kind of upbringing. It depends on, but even you know, at the at, at all times throughout it, and very early on, there's extreme honesty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, even if it's a strong, I don't know. <laughs> so let's be clear about that. Yeah. I ain't gonna know till I do know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, so uh, so everybody be careful about this. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's in a nutshell. <laughs> in a nutshell, careful <laughs> where I am. <laughs> true, true. I've been I've been having conversations even like in there, like you know, about monogamy because I'm I'm in a, a monogamous relationship with the like critique of it of of it being a a Western construct and it being violent in mm-hmm. many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely trying to just learn more mm-hmm. like of, of, of where we came from to that. So back to the one, to the, to the upbringing and the lineage, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, or, or did your family have any access to the continent? Were y'all able to go? Yeah, so I went. To, no, not like nah, that. Nah, okay. uh, my pops moved around a lot. My did pops you do some in. of the, the the Kemet tours? And the, nah, nah, that. I ain't go crazy. I ain't go crazy. <laughs> I went to Ghana uh, one time. A concert, Whitney Young concert. Cry, shout out to Whitney Young. What's word. up? What's up? Word, word. Um, uh, yeah, so I was there for ten days. Um, with the choir, that's the only time I've been to the continent. It was beautiful. It was a wonderful experience. Um, my father has been back a few times. My mother went back a couple times. I think they went to South Africa and Kenya together. My father was a scuba diver. Um, so, <laughs> Shout so, out. so he was moving around. <laughs> um, in general, he did a lot of traveling. Um, so yeah, but not not a whole lot of just real, real, real tangible going back and pulling back. Um, and, um, but enough. Enough to really get an idea that there is no such thing as one African. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. not a thing. It's yeah. not. It's not a thing to just be African. Yeah. You know, um, it's helpful for us to, as a lens. Yeah. It's just. It's just a lens. You we know, it's not this. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's just for us to know that we come from a lot. Figure it out. Find out. Interrogate deeply. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all it says. It, it just means don't believe that this is all we are. Um, yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. You know. So, um, like I said, my um. My entry point uh, into this was was one from a an analysis and a, a critique of Christianity as someone who grew up in a a, a, a pretty not dumb heavy Christian household mm-hmm. but like pretty consistently Christian. Mm-hmm. Grandma, you know, is is ten toes down, <laughs> uh, and so just 
and seeing the impact that it's had on me um, and, and seeing how it frames our society, especially in this Trump moment, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. the Christian church mm-hmm. has put a fascist, mm-hmm. a, a blatantly fascist regime mm-hmm. into like federal power um, and wanting to get to some of that history of the connections between white supremacy and the formation of Christianity as we know it now. Mm-hmm. Where are you or or what? Did your 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 African centered upbringing teach you about concepts of spirituality, and and yeah, what, what, where are you at with it? What 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 understanding do you have? What what most of my understanding about spirituality came from uh from the house from my household. So mm-hmm. you know, Betty Shabazz. Betty Shabazz did a very good job of, of doing everything very surface. I mean, to be honest, like we didn't we didn't go too 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 deep. We just mm-hmm. we just knew we knew enough. We knew yeah. what the name of the pyramids were. We knew some key names. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we had the pledge. Uh, we sang at the end of the day. We have done black things today. You know, we're gonna <laughs> do black things again tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like we had all of that down, and that was it. You know. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, you was in third grade. Right. Right. Um. But uh. But at the crib, you know. Pops was, mom was raised Christian, um, so she, but she started to kind of pull away, you know? Um, so I remember, but I I remember still she would have us say, you know, our father who are in heaven, how would be that name mm-hmm. before we went to sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know necessarily, you know, I just knew that that meant that I was talking to somebody that had to do with creating this whole thing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, my father believed entirely that you know just that there is a creator you know no specific denomination no specific belief system that there is something that created this i always mixed the two it was like if i'm if i'm praying or if i'm in church if i'm in any time i'm in relation to or, or with or somewhere at some religious institution then that means that i am giving credit to the creator for the whole thing you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um and and that's yeah that's just that's still to this day where i am you know um yeah so i mean we definitely talked about uh betty shabazz a lot but Mm -hmm. i know that that you know you had other places where you went to school yeah and i want to talk about how that forms you um because you know you went to high school with christiana hey and so that is is a big part of how we linked actually you know before movement type stuff Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i was i was able to link it and share space with you so to talk about the the whitney young space into morehouse i know you're like i don't know i guess I, i i it feels like there's um on both spaces mm-hmm. right like i just wonder like how do you reflect on that experience because it feels like both of those spaces are kind of not in contradiction it's not that that deep yeah uh but especially when you think of like a morehouse man yeah oh right? yeah like man you don't think of the, the lockdown <laughs> <laughs> afrocentric thing. No, so, not so, at all. So, so talk about talk about high school the college a little bit it and, was and, interesting and, man all of it was interesting it was i mean I, I every time i went somewhere I, I created i created a support system i knew what i needed you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like when i went to Whitney young i jumped right in that's where i met christiana i, I jumped right into the african-american culture club mm-hmm. and you know i was that was my home he was like the president yeah, as a freshman man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're crazy. I was like, "Oh, this is me. Give it, give it to me. Give it to me. I'll take it." You know, um, and it, yeah, that was that was wonderful. So, like having my having my home, I had a niche. I had a very clear niche, but I was also always very kind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, this is who I am. You know, um, but at the same time, that is not this it never meant exclusion. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I think I was, it was it was uh, I, Whitney Young was an opportunity for me to really embody that. You know, because I didn't know I didn't have no white friend. I had no other no other kind of friends at all mm-hmm. until I got to. Whitney Young. So I'm 15 years old, meeting all different kinds of people. And I'm like, oh, everybody's just 
everybody just all you know you got your you got your culture you got your culture you were raised this way you were raised this way you got your personality you laugh at these things mm. boom you know what i'm saying you're a human being you're just, you're just it's, it's all the same um uh and 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 how can i infuse how can i represent you know what i'm saying i always had on some sort of afrocentric t-shirt or some yeah, sort of every day yeah. um forever you know um but whitney young was great was great for that man and you know chicago whitney young gives you a, a true snapshot of chicago for real in a yeah, lot of ways you know yeah. um so so i loved whitney young morehouse uh uh i i applied to morehouse because i remember being at whitney young i remember just isn't that the only school you applied to? That's the only school I applied to. I don't try to tell nobody that. I want a brown with a brown. You know, I snapped though. I did. That was crazy. Um, that's the only school I applied to. Uh, I really knew that I needed men. I was like, I'm like, let me find the brothers because it keeps feeling like I kept standing out. I'm like, I don't understand why I'm standing out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm not, I ain't nothing but nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like that didn't even make sense that, that being a nice guy <laughs> for like real. Thing. You know what I'm saying? That that's a that that's a reason for people to be drawn to you more. So I'm like, nah, that's let me see, let me see where they at. You know what I'm saying? And where else to go besides mm-hmm. an institution that you know has been making them for years, right? Yeah. And and then let me let me get in the trenches of what they really truly believe manhood is. You know, um, but still going there. Um, that's when I you know polished up on my. So I would say Whitney Young was more so like really really polished up uh, who I was as a revolutionary in several ways early. You wow. know what I'm saying? Um, um, and even in the yearbook, that was my uh, that I was most likely to be revolutionary. Me and, <laughs> <laughs> me and two other three Did they other make people. that up for you? Yes. They <laughs> made it up for our, for our class. <laughs> um, uh, um, but then in, in college, you know, it was interesting. I remember not being nearly as radical. I was a lot more of an artist. I was writing a lot more. I was mm-hmm. doing a lot more acting, a lot more performing, you know. And I know that it was definitely because of a, a much less stressful environment. Like when you, when Chicago just, it, uh, yeah. it just suffocates you, you know. <laughs> um, but but when I was in Atlanta, you know, I'm just I'm just around. Everybody my age, we all, we all studying and learning. We're cool from different places. Like it's a, Atlanta itself is a, a, a very black a very black city yeah. you know what i'm saying so like it was it was not as much as many opportunities to be you know uh to to, to be challenged or to need to have that kind of same revolutionary radical approach to mm-hmm. things um um so i became a lot more of an artist and then when i when i graduated from morehouse i mixed the two you know right, right. <laughs> it was a nice mixture yeah, let, let's get into that um that entry point for you as a as a right specifically on on the poetic side mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. i know you do multiple arts uh but i think you're a really dynamic performer with the with the um a distinguished voice right yeah, like like an Allende piece is an Allende piece <laughs> and the next Allende piece is yeah. in relationship with the right yep. and, and the way that they are presented yeah um matter of fact when when ergo did the um the corner series mm-hmm, at, at the mm-hmm. promontory you, you were one of the features and definitely tore it down so what was that what was that entry point into picking up the pen and then and then touching the stage and, uh, how, and how do you how do you recall that developing to, to, to where you are? Well, it was uh, uh, Winnie Young Slam Team at first. Okay. So I was like, on the Winnie Young Slam on, Team. On I was in a bomb. True, true. Yep. I was on the bus. Shout out. Uh, wrote my first poem about uh, female circumcision. Wow. Freshman year. 15, 15 I, remember, I remember it to this day. Um, and like you remember the piece? Like if you needed to I pull it Yeah, but yeah, as well. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, no pressure. But that... <laughs> and do I remember? No, no, no. It's <laughs> somewhere deep, <laughs> deep, deep inside. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, uh, so I, and then after that, I kind of just kept it up with LTAB. I didn't really consider myself a good writer, to be honest. Mm. Um, I didn't consider myself a good writer in high school at all. Um, and then when I got to college, uh, uh, I was surprised that people thought I was a good writer. 
Um, and then I became again president of the poetry organization on campus <laughs> friends for them the freshman year to, to senior year. Um, so, uh, so it, it like rushed me into it. It was like, it was a lot of people like, no, nah, you know, you tripping. You need to keep writing. No, you better keep writing. No, you better keep writing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm like, okay, I must, I must should be writing, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when I got to Chicago, but I remember right before I left, I was writing a lot of love poems down there. And right before I left, I was, uh, 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 I wrote a poem saying I needed something to yell about. You know what I'm saying? I was mm. not yelling. I used to be yelling a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I used to have a whole lot of, a whole lot of energy. I was really, I was using, my voice for you know really really bringing like 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 bringing attention to things that I thought were important to be brought to you know because I felt like I had such a blessed life that my goal was to use my voice obviously yeah. uh, you know to to uh, to illuminate problems um so when I got back to Chicago I was like oh Chicago that's yeah. where it was that's where my yelling was <laughs> yeah. and now I can't stop yeah. <laughs> I cannot stop I really I really I was like oh my god this is a crazy this is crazy you know um so I wrote the first one when I got back welcome to Chicago you know um and then ever since then like that's been my tone it's been like let me just like what what am I pissed about write about what am I pissed about write about it you know um, oh, that's interesting I, I didn't even like they are all of them. Angrier and yellier <laughs> than I even you know? imagined. And that's so not you. Or I guess it is you, right? You know? That's not your day-to-day presentation. Yeah, but it is my voice. Yeah. It is to me, it is what I think I, my, my skills is, is, is needed for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so so that's, what I, so that's what I brought it to. And thing by thing, whether it be food, food desert, prison, you know, and then it's Pan-Africanism, and then it's like da-da-da-da-da, and it's, you know, magic. And then this most recent one is really, you know, really, really, really coming at us for real. Um, and coming at, and coming at men specifically about you know um, what it means to to take because we because because the violence problem in the city is not it's not rocket science it's, it's not, not it makes, rocket science it literally it's like math. you it's, look at a yeah. clock and you would be like hmm there's a bunch of boys around right now at this moment not doing nothing how can we make sure they're doing something yeah. how can we collectively make sure every single one of them every single yeah. and that's not that's not that's not you know it's what I'm saying hard. it's literally just there's missing the ability in the city. to be there's collective and, and do that. City. You got yeah, it all. Yeah. So it's like, so it must be us then. Yeah. I'm like, it ain't them. It must be us if it's that easy, you know? Um, so what are we not doing? And then how do I figure out a, he- a healthy way, you know, to challenge us to really, 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 truly do it? And if necessary, also have the structures ne- uh, uh, that'll make it even easier. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I, so after writing the poems, I'm like, well, I can't, do, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm out of angry poems. I'm out of angry <laughs> things to write about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, uh, uh, and now, now it has to be me really putting my time and energy to solving the problems I've written about. You know, um, so you know that's why I spent the last two years doing, uh, and I'm excited about coming outside for this real man cook June 18th Father's Day. True, um, true that'll be true. a lot in a lot of ways an announcement, and then from that you point don't on, have I a location have for it already. Yeah. You don't have to announce it if it's not. Yeah, it's at, it's at Hills. Okay, Hills Francisco. Oh, dope. dope yeah, dope, man, dope, dope, uh, that's dope, my location. Dope, 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 but it's a, it's around the city, so it's one in the south suburbs, one in the west side in Douglas Park. South suburbs is in Dalton Park. You know, um, uh, southwest side is in, uh, in Dan Ryan Woods. You know, so if you if you want to get some food and you want to check out some guys, right. definitely uh, go to that. But come to mind if you want to see. Yeah, the, the is, real, is, the real is stuff. it too late to plug in and, and add one to it? I, I think we, it would be dope. I think we would have aspirations to do something at Father's Day at the, at the breathing room space. Oh, that would be so amazing. So if there's a way we could plug in, let's nah, I need you. I need you for mine. We'll talk. Okay, okay. We'll come. We'll, yeah, let's <laughs> not let's not pull your capacity. You right. um, so one one last thing I want to make sure we touch on. I feel kind of petty to get to like put it to the end before mm-hmm. we get to our game and, we, and 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 you spit for us. Um, but just an art form that I think uh, obviously has great importance across the field that like you 
uh, your brother Jihad, shout out. I like mm-hmm. the go-tos on. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's drumming and, and drum circles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. this is episode 92. And I don't think we, you know, drumming or, or, or in, in, at least in the African tradition yeah. has been discussed up here. So just, you know, a few minutes of, of you know, how that practice came into your life okay. and, and the way that you see it. Um, you know, it is more than just playing an instrument. Right. You know? Yeah, man. And so, so just, just talk about, just talk about yeah. the school a little bit. So, Betty Shabazz again, man. Betty Shabazz. Uh, that was our band. I'm sorry for this chair. I know it's been squeaking this whole <laughs> damn episode. I usually don't sit in the chair. It's usually down the space for a chair, so I ain't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's just, damn, I know what Daniel has uh, recorded it. He's going to be pressed on that sound. I'm sorry, kids. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Betty, Sh- Betty Shabazz. That was, uh, that was our band. So, you know, we started the morning again with a circle, you know, and in the circle we said the pledge. Um, but before that, every, every it was opened up with drums, you know. Um, uh, and in in a lot of ways, that was the most one of the more tangible things that that was the result of the the nineteen seventies reach back to Africa. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, joining in the independence movement, you know, uh, 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 um, inter- intersectional movements, especially mm-hmm. around what it means to be black and African and free. You know, was there a specific like lineage or leader or organization that you think your, your father's like that mid seventies? Is there? Because I was just learning, Nubian was just telling me that there's mm-hmm. like three schools or three trajectories mm-hmm. of like Pan African thought. We don't got to get into it, but was mm-hmm. there? We're trying to get better on track and lineage. So as okay. you're talking about drums, is there a lineage that you see? your your african consciousness coming from is there an organization um, or a leader or a thinker or somebody 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 people could go check out more are you more like the well, yeah, so side or something you know it depends on on the, on the cultural side you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i would say that the us organization you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, really introducing kwanzaa mm-hmm. you know um and uh and the and institution builders you know so that's haki for me, who create uh, uh, Haki and Mama Safisha, they created uh, the Afrocentric School Network in Chicago. Okay. Um, and um, and then, so what it meant for them is like you got kids, you know. So it's like we're not combing through Du Bois right now, you know. Let's just catch y'all up. Just let's just make y'all call. Let's get yeah. the cultural piece down yeah. for the children, and then just make it so that you don't know no other life, you know. Right. Um. So for so for so I. You know, being raised in this, I don't think it was a particular sect that my father mm-hmm. uh, considered himself. He was he was a part of institution building. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? In a lot of ways, that's not necessarily a school of thought. Right. Um, but his focus was how do we how do we let's get this property? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are there books yeah. or, or speakers people could, could could look to for more that's information good. that you've my credible? My go to is Kwame Ture, y'all. That's Tokyo okay. Carmichael, man. Yeah, so yeah, all yeah. African People's Revolutionary Party, man. That's uh, when I say that's my baby. That is my baby. Pan Africanism is power. Uh, scientific socialism the whole nine true, we need true, it true, true, true. we need it you know what i'm saying i uh, my brother just said it the other day uh he was uh he was like we uh, we we missing a great opportunity to really explain what scientific socialism is you know if if all of us are kings and queens that means none of us are right you know what i'm saying right. <laughs> that means we are all yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's powerful it's re- and that and that's that's what scientific socialism that's what it really means to divide you know d- d- divide the the uh, the means but uh, amongst the people you know wow. truly um uh, uh so so yeah but that's yeah that's that's the school of thought but drums man drums came out of that drums was the bass like it yeah. was like it was, the it was like uh you you um uh, 
you just it transforms a space mm-hmm. it really does you cannot deny the drums yeah. um it, it it makes you move um it makes you feel good like it is communication it's for us it's age old it reminds yeah. us to be like oh this is ours for real yeah. it's a very clear this belongs to us nobody else could nobody else created this yeah. you know um so it's been it's been a pleasure to really to really you know be be in a school that that you know that was teaching that yeah. you know yeah. um and then to have to have and to see the way it influenced uh uh spaces like i was drumming for stuff as soon as i got to whitney young i was drumming for everything i was in the senior talent show mm-hmm. drumming for stuff i was mm-hmm. i was in concert choir drumming for stuff everybody ever since i've been out of bed shabbos has wanted drums you know yeah. um so so that's a we, we we know that it's we know that it's absolutely necessary drums were the first thing to be outlawed you know what i'm saying wow. First thing to be outlawed, get out. You you cannot play these instruments, you know, um, because we because they knew that was communication. They knew that it was uh, the driving horse behind our spirituality, and you know, blah blah blah. Um, so I say that to say, get ahead, see me, see, yeah. see these hands. See these, yeah, listen, listen. <laughs> so as we as we uh, about to wind down, real quick, yep. very important game. We've been very like love and consciousness based here, uh, but we all about accountability and action. Yes, sir. Uh, we about that beef yes, up sir. here at Ergo Radio. So every week, uh, we try to ask our guests because we feel that there's a sect of the world that has just run amok, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. is R and B singers. <laughs> <laughs> and so on the spot right off the top of your head from david ruffin to tory lades any era right the last 50 years start beef with the rb singer and why and then you can take us out with a piece start beef with him? a beef with the rb singer we got beef with the fcc we we at y'all y'all come see us anytime what up nigga? and then rb singers oh man i guess i gotta have beef with i gotta have beef with chris brown easy, <laughs> easy. He's, easy. In, he's in the rafters that's easy <laughs> but there's some other ones there's some other ones for their body the way you move your body in the videos i got yeah. beef, i got beef with some guys for that <laughs> <laughs> don't watch out for that role <laughs> yeah, yeah. Word. so um we about to get out of here please please uh take it away man let, yeah man let, let us let, let, let us hear what, what you got all right so this is the newest jump man this is gonna really represent the work i'm trying to do and again real man cook man it's uh, it's really it's going to represent all of this work so i believe that you know um it will really require us to show guys the different guy and the guys they can be like and real man cook is gonna be a snapshot of that you know um but that's gonna be my work all year round so this is a poem um and it's titled i feel you i wrote this directly to the young man in war in the city <clears throat> i know this ain't no home to go back to ain't no click your heels all of a sudden you neutral you've been on your own fend for your own gonna do whatever you choose I know you know better. Better don't know you. I know you're lost and found a whole crew. I know y'all wandering with no direction. Your Rome wasn't built in one day. Your ruins. Your guardians have to work, have no choice but work. Your guidance way off the grid. Ghost dad. An amendment to a bill of Huxtable. But the worst part is, it ain't always best when fathers stay. I know us men... Your examples are garbage at your disposal. We were taught to violate space. Manpower means strength, means force, means take, means give, amen. I know you poor and don't know why and don't got time to know. I know adults tell you what's best before we ask. I know we too little, too late. You big boy been there. It's brotherhood. It's bragging right. It's hell no, I ain't scared. I'm from Chicago. History made every brother made history. Chiracula, the bloodthirsty, a body counter clockwise. 
all about the Benjamins Button, Families Feud and Harvey, Lawndale, Inglewood, Manhoods. We wear the hyper-masculine. Raise the Dunbar out the roof, scratching, begging for it back. We can't stop it, summer sloppy. God sweeping up bodies, get the corners, the alleys, murder by gun. This high since 1991 is crazy. Worse, it's embarrassing. We telling our young to put down the gun while we ain't put down our difference. That's gotta be confusing. We break beef over bread. At the table of content, ain't even make it to introductions. We take stages, mics, classrooms, podiums, arenas, mass media with the nerve to ask of them more than of our own self. How we ain't shown them no community to put guns down for, no unity to shoot for, fluidity to move forward with, playing these how I was raised games. We ball and chain the personal experience, separate life lessons just like them. Like any of us chose any of this to begin with. Like survive, like just surviving really is the mission. Like it ain't packaged, brand new condition. We battle behind the scene. We burst and boast in meetings about them and stop meeting. Stop greeting, we ain't no better. We gang violence with pensions and glitches. We went college and went missing. We simple, sovereign. Steadfast asleep while our light speed, our youth, our engines come bust at they peep. Little bolus and sheep, wolves in full fleece, our vision will fail if we don't flood the whole scene. A waste of time machine, we stuck in between. A nightmare daily in a day by daydream. Chicago, push our ego to the side effect and run for the cure. Snatch up the kids while we know they still pure. Blow our minds to smithereens, ancestors on both knees proposing that we let freedom ring. Not theirs, not yours. This lifetime is theirs to dream, not mine. Theirs to dream, not ours. Their dream. Hey, that was dope, man. Much love. Where can the people find you? Got anything to plug? You said June 18th. Oh, yeah. June 18th, Real Man Cook Father's Day. Check me out, man. 3 to 6 at Hales Franciscan, 4930 South College. Word, word, word. And then where can people find you personally? Uh, I don't know. Facebook, Facebook. Allende Cartman, okay. A-Y-I-N-D-E-C-A-R-T-M-A-N. Uh, Instagram, A-Y-I-N-D-E-C, Allende C. Word, word, word. Well, I appreciate you so much for coming up here with me, brother, and filling in while, while you know, we, yes, we were shorthanded. Yeah. Uh, we are Ergo Radio, Ergo Radio at SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Check us out. I'm Damon, Damon underscore A-F. Uh, it has been love to be with y'all. We about to be out of here. We'll be back next week with another strong young voice. Much love to the people. Peace.